Captain, Chores Truly, Chorgio Armani, Chorgia O'Keefe, Joseph Jordan Levitt, we out here. <laughs> Joseph Jordan Levitt. <laughs> so what should I call you? Chore Boy. Chore Boy? Yeah. Okay, cool. And Chore Boy, why don't you tell everyone what you do? Uh, well, uh, I am primarily a rapper these days. Rapper slash actor slash comedian slash improviser slash personality. Uh, working on a lot of music these days, especially with my play partner Brad Kemp. We've been doing a song a week, Just As Good Friday, is dropping every Friday uh, for the entire year. And then currently we're... Did you start on Good Friday? Uh, no, we started on like the first uh, Friday of the year. Oh, it was in well, not the first first. That was January 1st, <laughs> yeah. I think. So we caught it the next week. Gotcha. Was it a New Year's resolution? Yeah, pretty much. It was like, hey, Brad, will you do this for a whole year with me? And he's the first person I've ever met to actually be down to work as fast as I wanted. So That's so awesome. Yeah, we did. We just put out the 13th track of the year. Uh, what, like 39 more to go? Awesome. Uh, and then the project we're currently working on is called Drugs. Dan Roderick Under Great Stress. And... Uh, that's we're having an album release show for that April 30th at MCL, and that's currently the, the focus and the goal. Cool. Yeah. So, um, you have an album then, a, a physical CD, or? Yeah, well actually, so, uh, we have a, I have a couple albums dropping. I have, uh, I have Drugs dropping, uh, and then a collaborative album with my friend uh, Big Lee, Liam McCarthy from Dave mm -hmm. Korea, the group I'm in. Uh, called uh, Grown Men by Wrigley Feel. Uh, and that's dropping around the same time, end of April, we have like a three album release show happening. Gotcha. Uh, and for all of the releases, he's doing a solo as well, uh, we're putting them on USB drives with the album. Uh, a zip, uh, yeah, we're putting them on USBs and stuff. That's so awesome. So we're doing the album, like a zip uh -huh. of all our old material, uh, mm -hmm. interviews such as these. Um, we're putting just bonus content, music videos, etc. Is et that cetera, normal to release your album on a USB these days? I don't, I don't know necessarily, but I read an article like the computers aren't being made anymore with CD drives. Yeah. And so mine doesn't have it. Yeah, and so like if you're at a show and you want to buy my album, what am I going to uh -huh. sell you? Like an index card with like a code that you have to go online for? It's not going to feel like something. You want to pay for yeah so you want something physical that you're holding yeah. right so we bought usbs in bulk uh -huh. and uh we're gonna kind of life of pablo or at least i am with my album kind of do what kanye did with his most recent album of like put it on that usb uh, -huh. uh maybe tweak it a little after the fact sit on it and like since we're gonna keep loading it onto usb drives it's very easy to replace yeah. that file uh and so when you're buying it you'll be buying like almost a ver version of the album 
uh, until we put it out on like Spotify and everything, uh -huh. middle of July. Middle of July, so that'll be. You're only okay. gonna be able to catch it physical copies, or mm -hmm. like you can order it through our website, which will be up soon, mm -hmm. uh, in physical copy. But that's gonna be the only way you can get it for a while. Gotcha. When that drops, you'll have to let me know so I can put the link. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know it. Yeah. Cool, cool. So, um, actually, I'm interested. What are your thoughts on Kanye and the latest album? Oh man. Uh, I am a huge Kanye supporter slash yeah. Kanye apologist slash uh, <laughs> anything like gotcha. Kanye 2020 for sure. Um, honestly, like he is like uh, he's super arrogant. He has his character flaws. Uh -huh. He's bad at articulating himself in the public at times, maybe on purpose. But he has revolutionized hip hop several mm -hmm. times over. And like I feel like this most recent album, the way he's done it, and mm -hmm. like today he put it on Spotify. It has some tweaks from when he had it out mm -hmm. on Tidal yeah. and like the way it was done kind of disjointed and all over the place like it's innovative again and it'll take people a while to digest but like yeah. the songs are incredible the sonics of it are great he's bringing like people like chance to kind of carry the torch for chicago mm -hmm. like i love it I, great. I love it yeah gotcha and it sounds like yeah you took some inspiration from that and the way he released it then right? a little bit just because it's cool the idea of like because you know when a band goes on tour um when you know who can we think of? Uh, Taylor Swift goes on tour. Mm -hmm. There's going to be certain songs that she'll have to do her whole career. Yes. And she's not going to do them exactly the same for the next 30 or 40 mm -hmm. years. So they're always kind of evolving. And so to approach a piece of art like that that you're releasing is kind of mm -hmm. a cool yeah. concept. That is really And awesome. also then you have like additions. You can sell it. And then mm -hmm. when you finally drop the polished version, people have come on a journey with you if they care. Yeah. Um, and that way, again, we're flexible, so the more music videos I make, we'll just throw that on there. Mm -hmm. uh, cool. I just think it's a fun way mm -hmm. to do it. No, I love that. And that is really cool. Eventually, we'll do a SoundCloud thing and everything, because I want it to be out there. Mm -hmm. But like, I'm also not worried about not putting enough content out, because we're doing that song a week, too. Mm -hmm. So. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. So how did you get into rap and hip-hop? Uh, man. I, uh, I've listened for a really long time. Like, mm -hmm. I've always loved music. As a kid, I, I loved it. Tried to play instruments, just didn't have that ability necessarily mm -hmm. innately. Uh, and so I was always a little bummed about that. Uh, and then I started listening to hip-hop as, as a young teenager. Loved it. Knew it wasn't necessarily, like, culturally my genre to identify with. Mm -hmm. uh, like, shaved my head when I was 11 to be like Eminem and shit and all that, like a little idiot. <laughs> um, and then, uh, in college, when I was doing comedy with a group called Sketch 22 at UMass. Mm -hmm. uh, I like that, Sketch 22. <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah, it's stupid I like fun. it. Yeah, it was great. Um, and I fuck with a lot of those people still to this day. They're my closest collaboration mm -hmm. partners moved out here with me. Liam, uh, who I'm doing the collaborative album with, he's from that, cut from that same little cloth out there. Uh, oh, just for like, I mean, for the podcast, I just have like whatever, but like for YouTube, like I try not to have too many F-bombs. Oh, totally. So, yeah. <laughs> totally. Good thing you should tell me that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, in Amherst, after these shows, we would go to like the comedy house afterward and people would just freestyle just mm -hmm. screw around um and i was like decent at it and it was fun and we did it a lot and then a couple of years went by and we kept doing it we started writing songs and my friend brendan who's really good at producing and stuff we started to fuck around and do it and now we've been doing it for seven years mm -hmm. uh and so um yeah, and now it feels kind of natural, and it would be silly if I've been doing it for seven years and we weren't, like, decent at it by now. Yeah. So, now it's kind of time to show and prove. So, do you really do more more comedic rap, or do you ever do it very seriously? Well, yeah, so, we 
did, it started just straight comedy rap. Mm -hmm. I released like a mixtape called Tunes from the Basil Patch in August of 2013. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was straight comedy. Uh, for a while it was straight comedy because that's what felt the most genuine and yeah. sincere. Like I couldn't go like make some of the music I really enjoy because mm -hmm. it wouldn't be, you know, I can't make some really hard gangster record mm -hmm. about like slang and this or that because it's not really genuine to who I am. Mm -hmm. uh, but then over time I was doing it more mm -hmm. and I had always kind of liked it because I had written poetry a lot as a kid. Okay. And so I wanted to start saying stuff and so I released mm -hmm. a couple little serious projects and drugs is mostly serious. Like it has gotcha. funny moments because hip hop has funny moments. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, drugs is a serious record. Uh, and then Wrigley feels uh, grown men. That's an entirely comedy record. So gotcha. we split our time with it now, mm -hmm. I would say. So do you compose the beats as well, or um, do you mainly just do the, the lyrics? I, no, I never do beats. Mm -hmm. I, again, I'm not like musically inclined. So mm -hmm. like when I go to somebody who makes beats, it's like up to them ultimately how that sounds. Really? When I go to a tattoo artist, it's up to them how it looks. Like I've never, nothing I have is like what I expected to get necessarily. Really? So yeah, I'll go with the idea or like the template for what I want and like really give it to them. So how did you like ask for this one that's on here? So this is by Tomas Garcia. You can, he's a tattoo artist from Barcelona. Uh, spends a lot of time in Cannesburg, Pennsylvania as well, which is where I caught him. Uh, I knew I wanted to get a Triskelion, which is this kind of rapping three-pronged symbol, and it, um, it's just a symbol for like the eroding nature of time and kind of progress and continuation, mm -hmm. uh, and like dedication. Um, and it was on ancient Celtic shields and ancient Roman shields around the same mm -hmm. time before they had really like clashed, so mm -hmm. to speak. Uh, and that's my the crux of my heritage, like most of my heritage is that. Mm -hmm. And so I went to him, I always liked his style, and I was like, do a Triskelion in your style. And so that's what oh, it looked like. He drew it up. Oh, that's so cool. Put it on my hand, drew it up and put it on my hand in two hours time. Uh, that only took two hours? Only took two hours, yeah. He's incredible. He's like the master of like dot work or like hand tattoos. He's the man. Um, That's insane. Yeah, I'm so impressed. So yeah, he's he's awesome. So, like, so with basically, any artist, you just find an artist who you know is really yeah, great. You gotta trust them. Yeah. And the same thing with like production, which is why the Brad Kemp relationship is so organic. I approached mm -hmm. him like a year ago for Baby Cock Gun Money to be our musical director. We're a long form imp improvised hip hop group. Mm -hmm. uh, and then over time, he asked if I might want to do music because he was starting to produce and I was like honored because he's like around the scene pretty heavily like he's mm -hmm. a musical director for Second City and so on and so forth mm -hmm. very busy man prestigious fellow and uh, so we started to work and uh, I leave my production up to him largely like most of drugs is mm -hmm. produced by him mm -hmm. and I just trust him because he's a dope musician when you get like a bona fide musician like mm -hmm. we had Kevin Miller who's a saxophonist in yesterday and like real musician and they just yeah. clicked and were able to make it happen real fast like People can read so music cool. and all that stuff. Like, that's not me. I'm just a straight rapper. <laughs> well, it is I'm like right somebody's right. brain is almost wired differently. Mm -hmm. That that's immediately how they think and how they feel. And it's like, yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, big time. Uh, not my way at all. Words have always kind of been my thing more. Mm -hmm. So I'll write stuff. I'll write like hooks and then I can't mm -hmm. sing super dope. So I'll bring people in to sing it. But you'll hear me singing a little on the album. Like a okay. little bit. <laughs> I'm so intrigued. That is so cool. Um, so do you have a song that is your favorite from what you've been producing recently? From, well, from the weekly ones, uh, what's fun is kind of like every one we do each week is my new favorite. Oh, that's uh, great. Which yeah. is the feeling you want to have. Yes, but, definitely. <laughs> but the, there's a couple of stuff. Cadillac is really dope. We kind of chopped and screwed my vocals and it's over just like a guitar lick and some mm -hmm. really soulful vocals by Matthew Payne and Kat Thomas. Cool. Uh, that was great. Um, 
this Bowie record Brad made, uh, a song called Truth Be Told that's really just kind of a more spoken wordy type thing on mm -hmm. a straight piano. Yeah, I'm feeling, and the album we're making is really cool because uh, we really want to take you on a journey of like, it's Dan Roderick under great stress, so like coming to your vices or your crutches because of stress and like what that journey can be like mm -hmm. and what mine was like, sort mm -hmm. of. Uh, and sonically, it's really cool. It has really, really dark moments and mm -hmm. really, really light, fun, like optimistic moments. So, Interesting. Yeah, I'm stoked. I'm really excited. I'm really curious because you seem like very like deep sort of person, you know, like, like I don't know about that. or uh, something. No? Uh, I guess. Um, do you identify with any certain like religion or philosophy? No, I, I don't really. Mm -hmm. So I was raised Roman Catholic, which mm -hmm. like, you know, jobless, whatever you're into, man. But like the whole like, it's we blessed it and now it's literally the skin of Christ and stuff like that was all a little like, well, okay, man. Uh, so I kind of fell off of the religion wagon, but I'm really into the idea of synchronicity, which is like a Carl Jung concept, mm -hmm. which is like the interrelatedness of seemingly random events mm -hmm. and like kind of I see it as kind of signposts that you're on the right path in life. Mm. So I'm really into that, and I'm really into like your the ability innately in like any one of us to do what we want to do. Like mm -hmm. I'm really into that whole idea and yeah. kind of self actualization. Yeah. So I'm spiritual in those kinds of ways, and this album mm -hmm. deals with a lot of that because mm -hmm. um, that's kind of how I found like a bit more like peace or like knowledge of myself a bit yeah. was like a little bit of psychedelics and like a little bit of just gaining comfort with who mm -hmm. I was as a person. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That is very sweet. Um, uh, that is awesome. I guess then I'm kind of interested in where do you see yourself going with this? Like, what's what's the future well, for Shoreboy yeah. or Dan? I don't know. Um, <laughs> <You're> not... <laughs> well, the thing is, you know, people move out here and move mm -hmm. and do this pursuit and they say like, oh, well, we'll see what happens. And then at 30, I'll like reflect or whatever. And I always found that mindset weird. I thought that was like, a, you're counting yourself out. Like, just throw all your chips in the game and do it. Yeah. So like, this is kind of a lifelong journey for me and whatever mm -hmm. it takes. Maybe rap will get boring to me or it won't go anywhere, but like, mm -hmm. I don't really make it necessarily because I'm like, with this record, I'm going to pop off and it'll be huge because like, who fucking knows? And mm -hmm. if you're doing it for that reason, I don't think it's really going to happen for you. Yeah. So I try to just do what sincerely interests me and like feels right in my gut. And so I would love, like, I'm going to try to go tour with this a little bit in the fall. I would mm -hmm. love to pursue this. Uh, I think I enjoy it more and more and I see more of a direction in it the more I go. Mm -hmm. And right now we're like the best kept secret, like uh, to humble brag on you a little bit. Because <laughs> like, um, freestyling, which is... Is that even focus. a humble brag? I no, it's just a straight brag. I just got to brag on him for a second. Like freestyle wise, I feel like very dominant in the city. Mm -hmm. And so like in that regard, it's just like I do that for a while, stay doing what you're good at. Do you ever go to any noticed. of those sort of like, I don't know, they call them like a rap battle or something? I don't really battle. It's not really okay. my bag. I'm not interested in it. I'm no. not afraid to at all. Uh, but I'm <laughs> He's not, making that no. I'm making it no. <laughs> like, I'll take anybody for real, but mm -hmm. I'm not interested in doing it. It's not as fun for me. I'm much yeah. more interested in just ciphering, which I should do more of, but like as I was what saying What is to ciphering? You, it's like when you get a bunch of people together and mm -hmm. you just uh, kick some flows over a beat. Just kind so it's like a jam? Them. Yeah, like ideally it's freestyling in the actual sense where you're making it up on the fly. Gotcha. Which is what I respect, but a lot of rappers these days call call it freestyling if it's just like a verse you haven't heard before. Uh, They'll like read it off their phone or whatever. That's like, to me, like, be a master of your craft, you know, and uh -huh. like rather than me running around and doing a million sketch and improv shows, this has kind of become the focus. Mm -hmm. And so stay good at this and maybe you'll get your opportunities and whatever. And if not, whatever, I'm having a hell of a time. So gotcha. it's, yeah. 
Could I ask you to like freestyle a verse? Oh, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you want like a freestyle, like an actual off the top, or do you want something prepared? Um, I mean, we could have one of both, and we could see how it okay. works. Uh, let's see. Um, I'll think of a verse from my album that I really like to do. Um, Probably should have should have had him prepare this. Before. Oh, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I should be able to think um, on the fly, um, but I can't right now. Uh, no. Um, so I'm just raking through my album a little bit. All right, uh, one's jumping out, and I'll just do it. Mm -hmm. uh, so <clears throat> from a song called "Me and Mine," which is the last one on the album, uh, which is with like. All my homies, like all the ones who really hold me down around the record. Uh, and so uh, the chorus is, why can't it be me though? And then like refrain, because uh, nothing beats me and mine. Nothing beats me and mine. And the verse I have is, uh, stoned like I was at work that got me to trouble. I think I'm Fred Flintstone, but I was still Barney Rubble. This double life is a farmer's hand just doesn't suit me. Went from tunes from the basil patch to tunes with the shroom king. I knew from that first trip I took after the handshake. I was tripping, living only for the man's sake. Had to get at my natural progression. Knew from the get that's how a go get a get his. I stalled out on the side of the highway. Now it's fuck you, I'm doing it my way. No love lost. No love lost, no burnt bridges. We weren't bitches, it's decisions. It's just business, it's just business. Had a dream and this is city for the chasing of it. Never felt at home until this group where I was lacing something. But soulful melody, cause I still got one. What's love if it isn't an option? Why can't it be me though? Um, yeah, sorry for the swears. You can bleep me on that a little bit. Yeah. I was trying to think of something clean on the fly, which is like, it doesn't no, exist on this album. Yeah, it's fine. I could have done the song about like suicide, but I don't want to get like dark Ooh, on you. Yeah. Um, but it's fun. Like the suicide record we do is really like upbeat and it's uh -huh. like still like kind of one of those like uh, amp you up like workout kind of songs. But it's, if you listen to the lyrics, it's super dark. Because uh, rock does that a lot and hip hop yeah. doesn't play with it as much. Like Jeremy, that fucking Pearl Jam song that plays incessantly, sorry, uh, <laughs> that plays incessantly on the radio, that's uh, like a very dark song, but it's uh -huh. a fun record if you're just I'm listening to it. I'm trying to, to like recall what it is. Oh, it's but... like that Jeremy spoken class today. Uh, it's really, you know, it's one of those real creedy Pearl Jammy joints. Yeah. And it sounds like an innocuous song, but if you listen, it's real mess. I feel like you could do a great Nickelback parody. Oh man, I would love to too. I mean, there's so, the thing about Nickelback though is they're so rife for parody. Yeah. But like, I feel like you've got to wait. Like, um, I'm just now starting to take shots at Green Day for American Idiot. You know, uh -huh. you really had to let that, like, simmer on them for a while. Yeah, like a decade. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, okay. Yeah, you asked me to freestyle for real, though, which I yeah. totally could do, but uh, I'll need your help in the way of just, like, some snaps. So if okay. you just, like... And then, Vic, give me a word, like, anything that's been on your mind or happening in your week, or a phrase you've heard that you liked. YouTube is all I do. YouTube. Mm. <laughs> yeah. YouTube. It's all I do. 21st century cat. How about you? Yeah, I'm just catching a whole new groove. I'll myself on an iPod like you too. 
Ooh, you can call me Bono. I can take over a beat like Mono or Mono. Take over the country like Ronald McDonald. Yeah, they think it's all prepared, but it's off the top though. Top flow. Yeah, it's in this cat's cradle. When I twist it fucking up, spitting threats like dreidels. Yeah, and it don't always make sense, but still I got a camera lens for you to dispense all of this content to the interwebs. I've been doing it strictly for the internet. With Vicky Eisenstein, we feeling more than fine. I'm your boy and I'm back on a different Grind. We make it up as we go along Throw a whole new groove on a different song I don't even need a bong no more I could do it sober I'ma beat rap until my face is blue and it's October Yeah, and it ain't no new metal Yeah, I keep doing this shit They keep their heads in credit List the fact that I've been doing I could list all these words off the top Yeah, you get the effing gist yeah, like an exorcist when I'm taking demons I've been giving you about 99 reasons to solve your problems and get the fuck over it I've been doing it throwing parties like Oktoberfest And we back in this shit, yeah you know it is Old school like a Nova is If we driving alongside of the highway Yeah, you know I live my life my way like BK Chillin' with my boys in DK Never DK Like decadence Though we do live decadent Back on this shit Cause we stayin' repetitive So damn excellent What be your preference? I could Um, everybody I'm super sorry That my camera I forgot to check if my card was full or not And so we lost the end of that Freestyle done broke the camera so, I told you, we're out here like that. But that was so amazing, and I was just, as I was trying to check my card, I was saying, I was like, you know, when I ever do, you know, an improvised poem, or I try to do a rap song, yeah. I'll get a few lines in, and then I'll start to freak out, because it's just so much pressure to rhyme and stuff. Yeah, but it's not like, it's just like for an improviser who's really good, when you're playing a really fun character, and you can get lost in that character, because you're just enjoying it, and it feels mm -hmm. natural. That's where you can get to with rapping. Like when I'm doing it my best at, in terms of freestyle, I'm not thinking so much about, oh crap, I need to think of the next word and the thing that's clever. But I can actually just speak and say a thing that I believe or want to say or speak to uh, and just arrive at rhymes organically. They just kind of unfold in front of my face. So, so cool. you can kind of reach that point. It's just one of those like 10,000 hour things, no Macklemore, uh, that like. Um, you have to push yourself mm -hmm. through a little bit and like we've been doing it for seven years now and so mm -hmm. when I said like it would be silly if I wasn't good at it and I've been doing it for seven years mm -hmm. uh, and I'm just competitive by nature like I love reading autobiographies like George Carlin's where he was like never satisfied with what he did mm -hmm. always watching in his rearview mirror for who was coming for the throne yeah. and like if I'm gonna do this I want to be the best and like if you get like a couple of beers in me I get super audacious and I'm like oh, I'm the best freestyling <laughs> in Chicago I'm better than this and that and like but like you really have to believe that if you're doing mm -hmm. this, I think. That's like a yeah. hip-hop mentality you have to have. And I do, like, F it. I will take anybody freestyle-wise, for mm -hmm. sure. Like, uh, me and my team rise to that occasion. So, I just am trying to release uh, recorded music that's kind of on par with that skill set yeah. now. And right now we're kind of doing the kind of high art concept album. Uh, and then the next release I'll focus on... Uh, is gonna be your favorite album for like the first quarter of next year. So we're just gonna keep putting out singles and like little EPs and projects with I collaborators. But because mm -hmm. I can't stop, like even just a song a week. Can't seems stop, like won't lazy. stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Like if you stop, you're lazy. If you if you get comfortable in your rhythm, you're lazy. Like you ain't gotta tell Vicky that shit. Like we're <laughs> on the hustle for real. Uh, you just have to stay moving and stay motivated. And like like I said. I'm not in it for like a, oh, it'll happen then or now. Cause mm -hmm. like, I would have been ready for an opportunity a couple of years ago the way I'm ready for it now. Mm -hmm. So like, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. We're doing it for the love. We're doing it for the culture. 
Beloved Gang. I can't believe I haven't shouted out Beloved Gang until now. That's what it's about. Beloved Gang, actually you're in the Beloved Gang. Uh, welcome. Uh, you've been in it, but now you know. Um, the Beloved Gang is just... <laughs> so secret you don't even know if you're in it. It's the people in the Chicago community and also just the world at large who are like, doing it for the right reasons. We're doing it for the culture, doing it for the art, doing it for the love. They're not out there culture vulturing at each other's throats or like trying to push other people out of the limelight or whatever. Like we're all trying to win together, do it for the right reasons, like help society and help the world with art, man, you know, and like, and you know, just appreciation for each other and the crew. Like Beloved Gang rolls deep because if you're at the show and you hear about Beloved Gang and you F with us, like, your beloved gang now. So, uh, yeah. Welcome to the beloved gang for those of you out there. And for the doubters, you're missing out, honestly. Like, you slept on the beloved gang and sleep at your own peril. Because anytime a mother effer tries to curse us out or get us out of venue, like, tsh, doesn't happen. You gotta side with the people doing it for the right reasons. That's my spirituality right there, is me and mine. That song, that little verse I did, mm -hmm. like, that's. Uh, why can't it be me because nothing beats me in mind because it's true like the people who I'm surrounded with I'm very fortunate I feel mm -hmm. like and to, like to know you and have this opportunity to do this is dope you know like this is all of validation or reward I need out of trying to do this stuff is just being able to like rub elbows with fun I'm people. happy to but give you up. validation like, seriously yeah rub that elbow yeah no for <laughs> real like because you know eventually the scene gets uh, super small and it's just mm -hmm. you know it can be a fun, uh, incestuous ego stroke, which is what I prefer it to be, rather than a, like, everybody trying to, you know, take each other's time mm -hmm. slots and whatever, like, swim together, for real, beloved again. So. Yeah. No, I like that. Usually I'm like, so what do you want to say? But I don't think I have to do that now. I said beloved like gang, drugs, Dan Robert got the great stress, April 30th, 7.30pm, that's a Saturday, the album released show of a trifecta, chore boys, drugs. Big Lee's One Giant Leaf of Mankind, and our collaborative piece as Wrigley Field called Grown Men. You got comedy, you got seriousness, Jam Prov is on the bill backing us up. We got Handsome Naked, we got our girls in production. It is going to be an absolute blowout. We going for a 75 minute set really running with the ball. So, throw it up on time. Beloved gang, we really out here. Vicky Eisenstein, Eisenstein Effect, we out here. Like, mm -hmm. you better be ready. Sleep at your own peril. Get with the movement. Uh, so Kill the you personally, website, Twitter? What's uh, website coming soon. Uh, it'll be choreboyraps.com, davekorea.com, uh, soundcloud.com slash choreboyraps, facebook.com slash choreboyraps. That's choreboy like I do the chores. I am a boy and I do rap. Choreboyraps. Instagram, same handle. D drugs. Dan Rorick under great stress. May 3rd official release date. Worldwide on the internet sometime in July, but you gotta holler for your copies. Exclusives, USB drives, real underground, for the culture, I told you. <laughs> Will uh, you mail them to people who request them? Absolutely, okay. we'll mail it to people, mm -hmm. we'll bring it to your house, we'll, we'll smoke one together, and we'll plug the USB in your computer, and we'll break it down, I'll give you the Kanye West, Will Ferrell interaction of like, what you think, man, we're still perfecting the album. Because we are. We're doing it for you. I don't, I don't know what perfect is for this album. You're going to help me figure it out. So buy the album. Come support. Love Come it. to that show. One album for $3. Two Amazing. albums for $5. Three albums for $6. It only costs $7 to get in the door. And it's BYOB. Yeah, but most people who are watching this probably aren't in like Chicago. Yeah, most people. You're right. Like yeah. <laughs> if, you're, if you're in Zimbabwe, if you're in China, if you're in England, like you can still get your tickets out here. It's in like a month. It's in a couple weeks by the time you the internet. Like, you can get here. Chicago, Illinois. Hit me up. I will come pick you up at O'Hare with a little placard and everything. 
We'll bring you to the show. We might even try to comp you in. We'll see you about the comp. Yeah, you pay a couple thousand for your air ticket. You better comp seven, them in. I don't know, though. Seven bucks. You paid a couple thousand to get out of here. I know you got it like that. You better pay the seven dollars and take me out to dinner afterwards. I'm a starving artist. Yeah. He wants lobster. Yeah, I do. Yeah, that's the New England in me. You know it. Absolutely. <laughs> Rep it. Strat CT one time. Oh my God. I didn't see it coming. Well, this has been great. Thank it's you been so much for being on this Making show. Amazing. Everybody, thank you. thank you for watching or listening. If you're listening to the podcast, make sure that you check out at Eisenstein EFCT on Twitter. Also, www.thickeyeisenstein.com is my website where you can find videos, audio, all sorts of fun stuff. Every once in a while, I even make a blog post. Check out my personal Twitter at Vicky Ironstone. And yeah, I think we're good plugging. Make sure you like Plus this plug. video. Make Chore sure you Boy press Rex. subscribe. And make sure that you share it so that you show you Absolutely. care. Absolutely. Share that love. Beloved game. Thank okay. you so much Thank for being you. on. Thank you. Appreciate you.